Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation and encouragement to individuals who are in a narcissistic relationship or perhaps you you were in one and you need that support to stay strong and understand that you made the right decision if you left and just giving you encouragement and support if you're still in it that's what this podcast is about is to let you know that you ain't crazy and there are so many of us out here who who's gone through what you've what you've been through or what you're going through and just to let you know it's okay you know trust your gut that's what this is about so just let me put the disclaimer out there I am a certified divorce coach life coach all into one but my focus is helping people to form their teams uh, if they are going through a divorce helping you to mediate and mitigate through the separation process in your relationship so um, I'm not a psychiatrist psychologist counselor therapist or anything of the like just to put that disclaimer out there I'm a person who survived a five-year narcissistic relationship I got about of that thing and I'm here to help you to do your work so that you too can get out of it and I've joined the community with many of others who are many others who are doing the same thing I'm doing to give you guys that support because it is crazy out here in these narc streets so I do my walk and talks and the wind is kind of blowing so I'm hoping I can get through this outside because I love to walk and talk opposed to sitting still and it just um, it just flows that way better for me so you might hear the wind blowing a little bit I'll try to talk over it it just feels amazing outside and I can make sure I'm dropping this information to you to help you with your healing and giving you that support that you you need that you're not going to get from the narc so here we go and also you might hear dogs barking birds chirping cars driving by things of that nature because again I am outside walking and talking and I'm going to try to talk through this wind so it's like killing two birds with one stone I can get out here and um, I hate saying that I don't like to say kill a bird I take that back but you can get two things done for the sake of doing one if that makes sense I just I've been saying that for years kill two birds with one stone but I don't want to kill a bird you know what I mean stop saying stuff that you just hear all the time so anyway it's kind of being able to accomplish both goals while I'm doing it at the same time so I'm walking and talking guys so here we go um I hope you're doing great out there today you know we're in December it's the holiday of giving and it's the holiday where people are supposed to be loving on one another which I would hope you would do that all year long and not just December you know and that's what I want to talk about today don't get caught up in the commercial aspect of the holiday don't get caught up in you know what people say you should do or you got to have somebody in your life this time of the year you got to have somebody in your life at the beginning of the new year you have to don't don't get caught up in that kind of stuff guys just live your life you know I am a Christian and I do confess Jesus as my personal Savior Jesus Christ 
However, what you do is your personal preference and your business, whatever that looks like, you know, hopefully it's treating people with love, kindness, and respect. And I say that to say we should be treating people with dignity, love, kindness, and respect all year long. It shouldn't be. And if you feel like you want to give somebody something, give it to them whenever you choose to. You don't have to choose a day to say, hey, I'm going to give gifts now because it's Christmas or whatever holiday you practice. You know, you're going into the new year. Then people feel like, okay, I don't want to bring the new year in alone. So you want to bring the new year in with a toxic person? You know, because it's one or the other. If you're not in a healthy relationship, I don't care how long you've been together, don't get fooled by some of those folks who's been together for a long time and don't have a healthy relationship. Do they even like each other? You know, and don't get me wrong, there are those who, who does, who, who can say, yes, I do have a healthy relationship and I'm happy. You know, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the ones who are not. I'm talking about the ones who just stick around and keep faking it, you know, to act like they are. And everyone deserves to be happy, you know, whatever that looks like. So back to, you know, just the whole hype and commercial aspect of this holiday season that as a Christian, I celebrate it as the birth of Jesus Christ, which does not mean uh, go and spend a bunch of money I don't have on gifts for a bunch of people who does not who don't like me, I should say, you know, people do that all the time or they don't like them. You know, they spend all of this money on stuff. So it's not even about that, guys. It's about, again, happiness. Yes, things might slow down a little bit because things might close early, you know, so you're going to find yourself with more time. So if you have children, love on them more. Build those relationships. If you have other loved ones, maybe siblings, maybe parents, build on, just build on relationships that make sense. Build on relationships where people are reciprocating the love that you're giving to them. That's what you build on. Stop wasting your time. I don't care if it's your spouse, if it's a parent, if it's a sibling, if it's a friend. You know, stop wasting your time on people who don't care about you. People who show you that they don't care about you. You know, sure it might hurt, but guess what? Let it hurt while you're healing and moving away from it because the more, the further you start moving past it, the further along you'll be with your healing because you cannot heal in the environment that's hurting you. You don't keep going back to someone who's mistreating you. And again, if you're already in it because it's a romantic relationship and you're living there, take the time for the holidays while it's like if we're, it might get quiet. Take the time to start researching and building and making sure that you are planning your exit should you have to leave or planning the exit should you of the of the narc if you got to discard them you know one way or another at the end of the day it's your choice you know you can you got two choices you can stay in it or leave it which one are you going to do stay in it or leave it two choices there's no in between there are no excuses anything that you feel you want to use as an excuse there's always a way around it you know if it's money then you might have to pick up a trade or go back to school or find a job find multiple jobs find something if you have children find something that you can maybe you can start a daycare maybe you can whatever it is whatever it is 
you can email me or drop a comment. You know, I'm on Spotify. Drop a comment to ask questions. I can help you. Where there's a will, there is a way. There's always a way out. Always, always. You never have to stay. Never, ever, ever have to stay in a situation that is breaking you down. You don't have to do it. You don't have, and you surely should not do it if you have children because you're just just uh, uh, breeding more toxic, more toxicity into our community. You know, because if you can't show up for your child emotionally and be there for them and be the parent that you should be, especially if the other one isn't, then you're contributing. You're just as bad as the narcissist. So I'm sure you don't want to be just as bad as the narcissist. So you have to step away. You got to step away from the toxicity that you're in. It's never going to change if you don't change it. You know, and I'm here dropping this information to you because it's my passion. It is my purpose to make sure that I share the knowledge that I have from experiencing what I did for five years, you know, and thank God that I can stand today and know that I made the right decision. So glad that I did not settle and you can do it too. You can really do it. And it's just about consistency. You know, one might say, okay, it's hard work. The hard work is, it's just breaking a habit. That's like, um, people who have certain addictions, you can become addicted to the pain, to the trauma that you're in, which is called a trauma bond. So again, if you are in a toxic situation and you feel like it's difficult for you to understand that you do, you, you can do better. It sounds like that would be you're in a trauma bond or you have a trauma bond. That's what that sounds like. And if you have a trauma bond, you are going to have to practice some consistencies, meaning you know, when you feel like, oh, I just want to call the person or, oh, I just want to talk to the person. That's when you, you, it becomes the work of challenging yourself, challenging your thinking, just as a person would who, uh, were, who's addicted to cigarettes or who's addicted to alcohol and they have to go get help or whatever the case may be. Those who are addicted to alcohol, you know, and then they have their, some can have their, uh, relapse moment or you know they have the urgencies when different things happen to drink similar it's it's kind of the same thing because when you have certain moments where you feel like oh I just want to call the narc I just want to if you start calling them a narcissist in your mind don't say that to them Lord knows don't this is for your information purposes only you know don't say it to them because remember they mirror you they're just going to turn around and tell you that it's you they're going to, anything you say they do, because I thought mine was a damn mockingbird. I'm like, why is it every time I say something, you, you got the same issue? You know, you say that they give you the silent treatment. They're going to tell you, you give them the silent treatment. You say that they are petty. They're going to tell you you're pe petty. You say, uh, uh, they don't, um, they're always picking, picking arguments. They're going to tell you, you're always picking arguments. Like that's why it's so important that you don't talk around them. That is the, your best defense. People be thinking the defense is arguing and going back and forth. No, when you can get to a place, you wanna get them, you can get to a place of ignoring their behinds. Trust me, that is the most powerful defense you can have. And that's getting to the point where you have self-control 
self-awareness that you don't engage you don't get dirty in the mud with them baby let me tell you that is your biggest defense the most powerful one it is not getting physical it is not arguing back and forth you don't have to defend yourself you don't need to engage with them. You don't need to explain yourself. Like the less activity you have, it's the biggest defense. So if you can look at it like that, that will help you with your healing. That will help you with your work. That will help you to be strong. And again, it's, 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 it's easy because it, does, it takes a lot of energy to keep arguing back and forth with somebody. But to have that self-control, yes, yeah, it's, it's hard. Because naturally you want to give in and fuss back. But what has that done for you lately? You know, nine times out of ten, that's what you've been doing. That doesn't work. It's not going to work. Because your two wrongs don't make a right. So when you go back and forth and give them that energy, you're giving them just what they want. Because that's who they are. They're who they are. You're who you are. Don't allow them to keep bringing the worst out in you because they will. When I tell you... Some stuff came out of me I didn't even know I was capable of saying or doing. Had no idea, you know? So it's totally out of character. And when you see that, you know, I don't know about you, but I vowed to myself, I will never, now that I've experienced it, you won't see that coming out of me because again, that is what they want. They want to bring the worst out in you because they want you to feel like them. They don't like themselves. They don't know how to feel happy and how to feel love. They don't feel lovable, you know, so they want to impose that onto you. Keep in mind, when the whole love bombing phase started, they studied you. They studied the person before you. So it's a combination of them hearing what you said you wanted and hearing what somebody else in the previous relationship, that supply, wanted. And they're just com combine, combining the two to try to see if it will work. That's all they have. And then they go on to the next and to the next because narcissists, they get bored. You know, they get bored. So you can't do enough. You will never be able to do enough for a narc. The more you do, the more they want and the worse they will treat you. I say it again. The more you do, the more they're going to want and the worse they will treat you. So you look at that, you know, when you look at, when you really start journaling and educating yourself, and I encourage you to do so male or female, write that stuff down. Every time you think about uh, giving in, rationalizing, reasoning with a true narcissist, look at everything you've gone through, remember it and ask yourself, is this what I want? Do I deserve better? Ask yourself those questions. Does your child deserve to be in a healthy environment? Even if you guys have to co-parent, at least when that child goes to the other parent's house, they have a balance. So it's all about balancing. If you stay with a toxic person, there's no balance. That child will be in, the, in a toxic environment. But when you can break away, that child will have an opportunity that you will get your healing, work on yourself, and knowledge up, and be there for that child. It'll be a balance. Then as the child gets older, if you've raised them the right way, 
for sure they're going to definitely want to choose peace over chaos if you allow them to experience what a healthy home looks like what a healthy environment looks like and again there's no winning with the narc because if you stay in it and you're showing your child this is what a relationship looks like number one you're building toxins in that person and then they're going to choose the same type of situationship and if you don't want that for your seed your child you better do what you have to do to make sure you get out of the situationship that you're in and i'm not here saying oh hey leave your family you know no i'm not telling you to leave your family but if you're a toxic if you're in a toxic environment yes my recommendation would be to leave because it's not good for you nor your child period what i don't condone is violence you know domestic violence that arguing back and forth been there done that that gets you nowhere be solid before i left i went solid i'm gonna talk thank god we didn't share children but i'm only talking to you if i have to if i see you on the street we make eye contact for sure i'll speak you know i'm not living my life hating anyone i'm not giving them that power because forgiveness is about your healing it is about you it is not about the narcissist stop focusing on what they're doing you you want to get to a point where you don't care what they do what they don't do who they're with who they're not you don't you you're not going to care less because first of all are you friends with any of your enemies anybody who likes you that you're not in a relationship with would you give them the time of day knowing they don't like you well the narcissist is no different they're the same way that's like a, somebody who doesn't like you doing something to you and you turn around and buy them a gift you're not going to do that nine times out of ten and if you if you are doing something like that you need to get some some therapy and ask yourself why why do i feel like i entertain people who don't give a crap about me the narc is no different they don't look at you as a person so even though they're capable of showing empathy show acting like they care it's all an act it is not for the gain of the relationship it is all for their gain they can cry they can do everything any other human being does remember they are people they just have a personality disorder and their brain is constantly going and you don't have any control over it unfortunately it's just like somebody who's a compulsive uh liar we're chronic liar serial liar liar they just lie all the time even when the truth fits best even when they know you know it's a personality disorder so the narcissist uh has a personality disorder you know so you got to call a thing a thing and and get to a point where you understand you fell in love with a fake person they're not real don't try to get back to where you once was with them because that was all a part of the act you know it was part of the act it wasn't real it was fake they did everything that they thought you wanted them to do to get you in to isolate you to turn you against people and people against you while they go and befriend the people that they're turning against you and turning you against them you know that's the cycle of this sickness with these uh individuals with that personality it's a mental sickness so when you see it 
I, I'm telling you, don't waste your time on trying to wonder, like, can we get back to where we once was? Oh, I, you know, I want us to be together so badly. And it's almost like you're yearning for that first high or something like that. You need to make sure you understand that they are not going to change. Who you're seeing is who they are. The backstabbing, the uh, the defamation of character, slanderizing your name, cheating, lying, arguing, mean, evil, unreasonable. That is who they are. If you're seeing all of that, don't make excuses to be like, oh, you know, they were so nice in the beginning. They were supposed to be nice. You can catch more bees with honey than you do vinegar. They're not dumb. They got a brain just like we do. They're just manipulators, which is why, again, it goes back to it is a personality disorder. It's a disorder. You can't fix them. You can't be nice enough to fix a, a toxic person. And again, you don't have to be mean because being mean towards them, you're just as evil as they are. You don't have to be mean. That's what they want. The minute you're mean towards them because they're mean towards you, you are literally, and I, that does not mean be the opposite and be nice. That means just don't say anything and get yourself out of there. You know, they go there and you, you know that they are, they're looking for a bite. Don't give it to them. That's what I mean. Let them, let them hang themselves. They can't argue alone. You know, if you don't say anything back, who are they going to argue with? You're not going to win. Stop trying to win the argument with them. Stop trying to win the argument. Listen to the different podcasts, the YouTube stations. Listen to these folks. Listen to the ones that make sense anyway. The ones that resonates with you. Just do it because there's a lot of them out there. And that's what helped me with my healing. Just making sure I had to really understand what I was dealing with because I had no clue. Never came across anything like that. But I tell, well, actually I did, but I, I didn't identify it. So I really had to look at me. You know, when you're healing, you got to look at yourself. You got to first become self-aware of yourself. Like, why, why do I feel it's okay for someone to mistreat me? Why do I feel it's okay for me to have to keep fighting for in a relationship where somebody's supposed to be loving on you and respecting you and protecting and providing for you and y'all doing it for each other? Why do I feel like I got to keep battling? Why is every day a battle or every other day or every three days? Why? You got to call it. Something's wrong with the situation. So I'm going to look at myself. And once I know that I'm clear, then I'm going to look at the person. And when I see that it's them, and I'm clear on that, with with them just being unreasonable, with these unreasonable expectations, or just want to argue every day over anything. Like you want to say, I used to be like, can we just have a good day? Can we? The sun is shining. We woke up with breath in our body. Who wants to spend it arguing with somebody who, with two people who says they love each other, they're in love with each other? Come on. You know, it's not about what you say. It's about what you do. And if their actions show differently, man, get out of here. Lose that relationship. Lose the number. And definitely, if y'all not living together, man, you better not call them. No, block them. Block them. Block them on all social media platforms. Block them on your phone. Y'all don't need to talk to each other. Go no contact. You know, unless, 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 if you share a child with them, obviously, you know, you're going to have minimal contact. But it, it, it almost becomes like a business if you do have children with them. 
because you literally have to treat it as such. You cannot treat this narc like they're your friend because they're not. The minute you let your guards down, they're going to bite you. So, and it's, it, the, I say it again, the least, the less you say, the more ammunition it gives you. Stop talking. Let them do the talking. Men, if you are in a situation where the woman is violent, you know, pull those phones out, let them know, look, you know, I'm not going there with you and you record them and let them know I'm recording you and I'm going to leave right now. And you walk out that door the minute that they get violent, you know, you have to, you know, start uh, standing up for yourself, not in a violent way, you know, or they will win either way. Women too. Don't you go being violent because then they're going to come back at you. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Stay out of each other's faces. When that anger gets to raging, stop. Especially if you have children. You know, stop degrading one another because you don't. Have, they can't degrade you with them doing it by themselves. That's the point. It takes two to tango. Don't feed into it. Don't try to go back and forth with them. Stop. If they try to get violent or go there, remove yourself. You're going to stay there. Because if you have clothes or something like that there, you can always get a police to escort you back to, to mitigate or mediate the situation in terms of getting your belongings, you know. Um, and then, again, if you have a situation where uh, they're coming at you in terms of, again, I'm going to keep the child from you, then you might have to get the courts involved, you know. You got to... You got to become self-aware and accept the fact that you you signed up for that crap. You don't have to stay there, but you gotta undo it. It's like starting a, a a job that's a bad job, and you gotta resign. You know, there's a process to doing it, and yeah, sometimes you just do quit. You know, so if you have to leave, of course, in a relationship, if you don't have any children, you have no assets that you share anything like that together, you can just dip and go no no contact. You have children, you have assets, things like that that you share. You don't have to be there in, in the physical. You set the proper things up back to your coach. You know, you need a relationship coach to help you to mitigate the situation. Bring the necessary parties involved. That's what I do. Helping people to, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a separation or getting mediating, mediating or mitigating through a breakup. You know, that's what a coach can do for you and save yourself some money. But you're going to have to do it. What you can't do is sit there and go back and forth with a person. Because the more you go back and forth, the heat just rises higher and higher and higher and nothing gets resolved. Then the police might get involved. Then somebody goes to jail. Then you lose licenses or lose your job or lose your home or lose your apartment. That is not worth it. Stop it. You have to become self-aware and have more self-control. Don't you, it ain't no winning. When you become self-aware and self-control and knowledge about that personality disorder, you will win every time because you will realize, why are you sitting up there arguing with the wall? Why are you sitting up there arguing with somebody who's, who could care less about you? Why? Ask yourself that question. You gotta look at yourself. Good morning. You have to look at yourself. It's just not worth it. You know, you gotta think first, think with logic. Every time you make a move, think with logic. Stop thinking with your emotions. Think with your brain, logic. You know, your emotions can get you messed up. We have like 300 
different types that we encounter over 300 daily. You don't act on them. Self, self-aware, be self-aware and have self-control. Because other than that, you're, de- you're acting just like the narc. Don't do it, don't feed into it. You know, be smart. How many times do you have to see somebody who snaps and then they get in trouble? You think the narc didn't want that? That's what they're supposed to do. They wanna see you snap. They wanna see you break, which is why you gotta get out of the relationship before any of that happens. Understand that. That's what they are supposed to do. They are a ball of toxics, toxins. They want to see you crumble like they do. Even if they cry and all of that, that doesn't mean anything. It's called crocodile tears. They're good actors and actresses. They can have an emotion, but the disorder that they have doesn't allow consistency. It comes and goes. That's the reason why it's so dangerous to be with someone like that, because you literally can be thinking everything is going great, and the next thing you know, it goes south for no reason. You literally can go in one room in your place and come back, and they could be totally different. It could have been something that they saw on TV that triggered them. And next thing you know, you're getting you're getting in trouble for it. You're getting into an argument because of it. You're getting mistreated because of something else that triggered them. Man, you can't live like that. It's no good for you. You know, I'm about to wrap this up. Going into 30 minutes, guys. Just wanted to drop another episode to help you, encourage you, support you, to let you know you ain't crazy and don't act like it. (laughs) Don't act like you are letting these narcs drive you crazy don't do it don't do it don't do it remember remember i close with this your be your biggest defense and your most power is solid is is not engaging in with them don't give it to them don't go back and forth let them argue with themselves and talk to themselves take that same energy and put it into you and and uh work on your exit reach out to a uh a life coach like myself you know I'm not the only one there you have to work with who who you feel you're compatible with but you need someone to help you to mitigate through the situation perhaps mediate perhaps um, coach you along just helping you to dissolve it you don't have to stand there and take it there are ways to get around it there are processes that you must do to keep the peace and protect yourself you know so again when I hear men talking about women ripping up their clothes or the men beating on women, like, man, are y'all crazy? Stop. Stop. The minute somebody wants to go there and raise their hand at you, you pull the camera out and you leave. I'm leaving. This is not a good situation because nobody should be sitting around letting nobody beat up on them, men or male or female. Nobody should stay around letting anybody fuss them out, curse them out, and... Who sits around and deal with that nonsense and stop saying you're doing it for the child because you're just making it worse because you're showing the child that that's okay. You'd be better off having your own place in your own peaceful environment. Get a document that splits the custody 50-50. That's what you do. And you raise your kids that way. Why wouldn't you be better off in a healthy environment than a toxic environment? You know? Anything you need to do for that child, you'll have. And you don't know, call a coach. Call a life coach. Call a relationship coach. That's what I do. You know? And again, I'm not the only person who does it, but 
we are trained to put things in place, not to mention we are a third party. We're not in it. We don't have any gain in it for to be biased or anything like that. We want what's best for all parties and definitely that child if, and, and the victim. That's what we want. But there is a way that you can do this thing, guys, and come out on top and it be peaceful, okay? So your girl, Rachel Real, is out. Peace and blessings to you. Stay strong. You got this. You got it. You got it. And remember the acronym DEEP. I can't take uh, credit for it. I got it from Dr. Romani. Check her out. She is an online psychologist. Um, not only online, she has a practice as well. But she gives a lot of free content online. So check her out, Dr. Romani. But she uses the acronym DEEP. Don't defend. Don't engage, don't explain, and don't personalize. Stop taking what these birds say personally. It's not you, it's just somebody else. It's them. Whatever they say to you is what they're feeling about themselves. Remember that. So remember the acronym DEEP. Love you much. Peace out. Your girl Rachel Rill is out. Bye.